This is Scott Vanderplu, and you're listening to the Artist Edition Index Podcast, Episode 59. I went down to the St. James Infirmary, found my baby there, stretched out on a long white table, so sweet, so cold, so bad. Thank you for joining me once more on this monthly debacle where we take the written word from aeindex.org and I bring it to some semblance of life. I am really suffering suffering through allergies right now and my greatest pet peeve on my podcast is me sniffling my nose. So I will try my best not to do that today. All right, let's get right into it. I think uh, there's no real central topic this month, but I think the big news is the launch of a crowdfunding artist edition from Zoop. And that is John Paul Leon's The Winter Men Artist Edition. Take note that it's using the title Artist Edition. Uh, this is being put together by Scott Dunbeer, designed by Randall Dalk. So the team we know and love from IDW. And uh, let me, I posted it in under October crowdfunding and, I, crowdfunding, and I'd like to thank all the people who emailed me. Lots of regular listeners. And readers emailed me to let me know about the project, and I thanked them. And uh, I was on it, though. Uh, this had good uh, advanced presence on the Internet with the artists promoting it before the campaign even started, so that was great. Let me give you the blurb, and uh, we'll go from there. John Paulion's The Winter Men Artist Edition. Uh, by John Paul Leon, art cover and story, and Brett Lewis story. The Winter Men is the project John Paul Leon was most proud of. None of its gorgeous artwork has ever been sold or left his Miami studio, except to be scanned for this book. Now, as a tribute to the renowned artist, JP's closest friends have united to publish an artist edition of this modern comics masterpiece, with all proceeds proudly going to JP's wife and daughter. Please su- pledge your support and join JP studio mates and project organizers Tommy Lee Edwards and Bernard Chang, book editor and project initiator Scott Dunbeer, and artists Bill Sienkiewicz, Lee Weeks, Duncan Fergredo, Sean Phillips, Kim Jung-ji, Dennis Cowan, Walter Simonson, and Joe Casada, who are all contributing brand new pinups in celebration of an astonishing and inspiring body of work. John Paul Leon's The Winterman Artist Edition features 184 pages of full-size 12x17 scans of all the original comic art pages, along with never-before-seen concepts, layouts, sketches, unused art, and pinups. 12x17, 184 pages, 150 USD. Edited by Scott Dunbeer, production by Scott Dunbeer, designed by Randall Dalk, no variant covers, ordered online once place only, that's Zoop. And I wanted to mention a couple things about this. Uh, In the crowdfunding, please go check it out, but in the uh, crowdfunding page, they give a note, grateful acknowledgement to IDW Publishing for allowing us to use the term Artist Edition for this book. Which is nice, I mean, but I think Artist Edition is is a format now, I don't think it's just a title anymore. As well, uh, what I, first off, this is great. I mean, it's exciting artwork. I love John Polion, and um, The Winter Men was a great book. Uh, what's really interesting is their shipping from Zoop seems very, very reasonable. So they for for me to Canada, it was twenty four, and some people who contacted me from Europe mentioned that it was twenty five. So that's significantly cheaper than any other campaign I've ever seen shipping a book this size and weight uh, internationally. So that's pretty exciting. So let's, uh, if you're interested in this, please go back. There's still a good amount of days. Let me click on the link and see where we are. 
Uh, there's 19 days to go as of today. I'm recording this on the 29th. I'm trying to get a little ahead of my recording because um, I'm away on the weekend. So yeah. Anyways, the book was funded. It had a, it had a funding threshold of 35,000. It's at 91,000 now. There's 504 supporters. I don't know if how many of those people. I don't know how they break that down. Is it 500? Oh, it says 500 books have been claimed. So that's pretty great. Uh, like I said, there is no variant or anything. So we got 500 of the regular edition claimed. Uh, let's see if it mentions. All right, four claimed for the retailer bundle, which is 504. One claimed of the five copy retail bundle. So um, yeah, so three copies. Four is 12. Not as five is 17. So that's 517 books. And 70 claimed to donate a dollar. So there was a bunch of prints and things. Uh, what's interesting is uh, the artwork shown is some nice examples. Of, so apparently, six issue miniseries. Um, some of the issues were lettered on the boards and some were not. So I don't have details of that. We also don't know if, I don't think they are, but I don't think they're going to approach this with digital um, word balloons like we've seen in other books. Um, I'm trying to think most recently, maybe Frank Cho's Savage Wolverine book. All right. That's super exciting. Um, I don't know when we'll see this based on that. Um, still to go, I think maybe March 2022. Which brings us to shipping changes. The saddest part of the podcast. John Buscema's Marvel Heroes Artist Edition moved twice, once to the beginning of January and now January 26th, 2022. The other books are still the dates they are, so the other news is uh, Pika Russell's new book, uh, which uh, Wayne Allen Herald got, he, they got the advanced copies uh, flown in from Asia. And he's saying they probably won't be here to the end of December, so they probably won't ship until January. Which means this year we had three AE format books only. It's the smallest year ever. If you thought last year was bad with one, two, three, four, five, six books, this year we have three. Jim Lee's X-Men Artist Edition from IDW, February 24th. Next is The Coming of Grimondo Deluxe Edition, uh... September 14th is when the date was that they started shipping. And then EC Covers Artist Edition, September 29th. We will not see any more books this year. So that is going to be the smallest year ever in recent memory. I mean, yes, the first year only had one book. The second year had two books. But, I'm sorry, the second year had one book as well. So 2010, we had David Stevens' Rocketeer Artist Edition. 2011, we had Walter Simonson's The Mighty Thor Artist Edition. But then by 2012, we had one, two, three, four, five, six in 2012. And then it just kept going from there. So, what can you do with the shipping issues and the container issues and the paper shortage issues? We just, that's, we're in a world of hurt for books. So, I would definitely recommend that everybody who loves artist editions hit up eBay, hit up things from another world, go through my AE Format Books Index page. And look through for books you'd like and order them. Get books that you missed out on. Right, Fill in those back slots, uh, the wish lists, and pick up what you can. Because it's uh, this is a lean year, and we'll have to see what happens with next year paper. 
All right, let's uh, let's move right from there to AE format out of print sales for September 2021. Um, I went back and removed all the links from the uh, price record uh, section at the bottom because uh, they were to eBay and eBay. I don't know how long they go, but they they right they delete the sales. I think after 30 days or 60 days. So those links were all dead links for me, and it was just a pain. So I got rid of them. All right, let's get into it. Alien, the illustrated story. The original art edition. Two copies sold for an average of one twenty five eighty eight. One copy of Batman the Dark Knight Returns Frank Miller Gallery Edition sold for two twenty five. One copy of Best of EC Comics Volume 1 sold for one eighty five. Two copies of Volume 2 sold for an average of one seventy eight twenty eight. Two copies of Bill Sienkiewicz's Mutants and Moon Knights and Assassins sold for two twenty nine fifty average. One copy of Dave Stevens' Rocketeer Artist Edition Second Print sold for two eighteen ninety. Two copies of David Mazzicelli's or Mazzicelli's Daredevil Born Again Artist Edition sold for an average of three ten seventy two. See, when I sold my copy sealed, uh, I thought the price was kind of high. I was, I mean, I'm going by eBay a little bit lower than eBay on my uh, on my store, but still, wow, it looks like it's still going up. One copy of Frank Cho's Savage Wolverine sold for one sixty nine ninety five. Three copies of Gene Colan's Tomb of Dracula Artist Edition sold for an average of two thirty one sixty three. One copy of Gil Kane's Amazing Spider-Man sold for two hundred, which is a big jump from there. Were so many of those copies that were out there for seventy-five. I think that I guess that dealer just ran out. One copy of Jack Davis's EC Stories sold for one sixty-four twelve. One copy of Jack Kirby Commandy, The Last Boy on Earth, sold for one fifty forty-nine. Um, three copies of Jim Lee DC Legends sold for an average of one fifty-one sixty-six. One copy of Joe Kubert's Tarzan of the Apes sold for one thirty. One copy of John Buscema's Silver Surfer sold for one sixty ninety six. One copy of John Byrne's X Men Artifact Edition sold for three fifty five. That uh, that book stand up there. That and the uh, and the Sienkiewicz book seem to be of recent memory the highest prices for regular editions. One copy of Michael Golden's Micronauts Artist Edition sold for two thirty. Two copies of Mike McNolan's Hellboy and Hell and Other Stories first print sold for an average of two nineteen ninety six. One copy of Mike McNolan's Amazing Screw on Head and other, and other Curious Objects sold for 300 Yowzers. Can't believe that book came out in 2016. It feels newer than that. One copy of Ross Andrews' The Amazing Spider Man sold for 135 One copy of Spawn Vault Edition 2 sold for $399.99. Wow. One copy of Star Wars Artifact Edition sold for $19.50. That is, I think that's the lowest price ever. Probably, somebody probably uh, did a $0.99 cent or a $9.95. And uh, they got a bunch of bids, but it just never went above that. So that's that's got to hurt whoever sold that. I think it was a comic store. One copy of Star Wars Dark Times Gallery Edition sold for seventy four ninety nine. Uh, one copy of Stranko Nick Fury Agent of Shield Artist Edition second print sold for one twenty five. One copy of Usagi Jimbo Samurai and Other Stories sold for one ninety nine ninety nine. Uh, one copy of Walter Simonson's Star Wars Artist Edition sold for one eleven seventy seven, and one copy of Walter Simonson's Manhunter and Other Stories sold for one twenty. One copy of Will Eisner's The Spirit Artist Edition sold for one sixty ninety six. So, some high prices there. A lot of zeros this month. I'm seeing the you know purchases really down on eBay. Uh, for the AE format. All right, let's talk some record prices. I'm only going to go by purchase date of, you know, let's say September or October. So we saw Gil Kane's Amazing Spider-Man edition signed. That's signed by uh, three people, I think. Stanley, Gil Kane, somebody else. Maybe Roy Thomas. I forget. It went for 672 
That's very impressive. Uh, Michael Golden's Micronauts Artist Edition, regular edition, one copy sold for three ten. Mike Manola's Hellboy and Hell and Other Stories Artist Edition, remarked. So it's had a right. It's it's got a signature page and it's got a section where Mignola drew Hellboy. That went for nine ninety nine. That is big money. And assigned Bill Sienkiewicz's Mutants and Knights and Assassins went for five forty seven twenty seven, which may be high, but it's actually a little on the lower side for uh, that signed edition. So interesting things, um, you know. These the this list was all it's dominated by signed editions. I think that's the right. That's the big money on this stuff. Um, but wow, interesting to see prices like that. All right. I uh, did the poll this month, as always, from our good friend of the podcast and a Patreon patron, David Jacoy. Uh, this month was Dare You Read These Classic 1950s Pre-Code Titles Reprinted in the Original Art for the Very First Time. In the 1950s, the best of the best were drawing horror comics. Al Avison, Bob Powell, Howell Alexander, Howard Nostrand, Jack Kirby, Jack Sparling, Joe Serta, Joe Simon, Kurt Schaffenberger, Lee Elias, Manny Stallman, Rudy Pillay, Sal Trapini, Steve Ditko, and Vic Donahue. Which of these titles deserves a spooky artist edition? Options were Black Cat Mystery, Chamber of Chills, Forbidden Worlds, Tomb of Terror, Witch's Tales. These were all Harvey's, I think. Right? Um, big winner here was Black Cat Mystery. I don't know if that's because it had Kirby work. I don't know. Elias worked across all of these. I love uh, Lee Elias from this period. I really... He's got that uh, really great looking... He's got a Kniff look going. That's... Uh, I think it's really standout. Very nice. Big yeah. Big winner. Black Hat Mystery. 20 votes. Uh, 10 votes for Tomb of Terror. 7 votes for Forbidden Worlds. 6 votes for Chamber of Chills. 4 votes for Witch's Tales. I, we don't do a lot of polls like this where it's a title with mixed art. Just because I think people like to gravitate towards an artist. But uh, great option and a great uh, opportunity. For me to put some of this artwork up, uh, courtesy of Heritage, and uh, yeah, interesting poll. As always, this will stay live, so go back, keep voting. There's still a couple days to vote on this. All right, we talk shipping changes. Sadly, nothing. Uh, yeah, no standouts for me this month. All right, two reviews. Our final. AE format book release of the year, EC Covers Artist Edition. Let's get into the blurb. Here is your chance to collect some of the most iconic comic book covers by some of the greatest artists to ever pick up a pencil. EC Comics, under the guidance of publisher Bill Gaines, was, according to the editor of this collection, the greatest line of comics ever done. This once-in-a-lifetime artist edition collects more than 140 EC covers by their best and brightest talents. The luminaries included in this gigantic 15 by 22 inches tome include Wally Wood, Harvey Kurtzman, Graham Ingalls, Al Williamson, Johnny Craig, Frank Rosetta, Jack Davis, Al Feldstein, Steen, mm, interesting, and more. To make a baseball analogy, this is a murderer's row every bit as noteworthy as the 2070 Yankees. I'm not interested in baseball analogies. Also includes an introduction by noted DC scholar Tommy Burns. All right, this was released September 29th. It was 150 USD, 160 pages, 15 by 22. Massive, wonderful book. This is like the other uh, cover books from uh, IDW. It's just uh, cover after cover, boom, boom, boom. Right, the uh, the thing that sells the comics, the cover. It's broken down alphabetically by artist, which is nice. So we start with Johnny Craig. We go to Reed Crandall, Jack Davis, Bill Elder, George Evans, Alf, 
Feldstein, Frank Rosetta, Graham Ingalls, Bernie Wrightson, Harvey, I'm sorry, yeah, Bernie Kriegstein, Harvey Kurtzman, Shelley Mulboff, John Severin and Bill Elder, Al Williamson, Basil Wolverton, or Basil Wolverton, I guess it is, really, Wally Wood. So you get, boom, cover after cover. They are gorgeous. There's so many great covers. Um, I broke it down in the review of what you got. So let me just give you that. Of the covers that appear here, 72 have appeared in other EC Artist Editions. Interestingly, Mad Artist Edition features 16 covers, but only 10 of those appear here, as the other six are not traditional combo covers. Yeah, they're like paste-ups and things. They're not really a combo cover, I wouldn't say. All right, so Best of EC Artist Edition, Volume 1, had 14 covers. Best of EC Artist Edition, Volume 2, had 9 covers. Graham Ingalls' EC Stories had 13 covers. Jack Davis's EC Stories had 12 covers. Mad had 16 covers, which I said, but 10 are here. Reed Crandall's EC Stories only had 2 covers. Wally Wood's EC Stories had 12 covers. So, if you look at that, it's a lot. I broke it down as well. 143 published covers are in this book. 2 unpublished covers, 5 cover roughs, and 1 commission. Uh, the book ends with a commission. It's a uh, sort of a what if, you know, a series ended on uh, 4040, Vault of Horror Rand issue 40, and somebody commissioned Johnny Craig to do a cover for 41. So that's actually the last page in the book, not in the table of contents. So it's a little bonus treat and great stuff. Um, yeah, there's some interesting unpublished stuff. So you got a. Uh, uh, Tales from Crypt 38 You have the published version And then you have the uncensored version Which it is Wow I can see a big difference there Very gruesome There's a Panic 3 unpublished cover And the published um, There's the mad stuff Which is a mad rough And then the and then the cover And a rough and a cover And then there's a There's a rough And then the, the actual printed comic cover Which I don't think was needed in the book It sort of takes away in my opinion um, I really love the... There's so many great things. And it was really great to see things like the Saddle Justice uh, covers. Issue 5, pretty iconic. Uh, if you're into EC, that's pretty great. Um, yeah, like I said, a lot of stuff I hadn't seen before. And the roughs were interesting. Tried to include them in... Uh, I got a good amount of images in the review, like always. So please, you know, go and check it out. Hit up the website. I'll also do a flip through. I'm trying to do flip throughs on all my uh, new book reviews. If I can. Uh, sometimes the, when I won't do a flip through of a book that's much larger. So like some of the European ones, like 300 pages. I just don't want to do flip through. The other, My other problem is I'm not that great with video yet. So like the next review I did during the Joker Adventures in Comic Art. It's very glossy paper. And I tried to do a flip through. And I could not get the lighting where I couldn't. was did, did not have massive glare. I've got glare in my review photos too but yeah the flip through was just all glare so I tried spotlighting uh, I tried with the main lights off and just the spotlighting that also gave me glare I've got to get a photo box like a like maybe professional some lighting um, a friend of mine has photography equipment and I was gonna I was over at his place looking at that stuff so I may pick something like that up see if I can get some better photos not sure all right and again, that review I just mentioned, Jerry and the Joker, Adventures in Comic Art, that was mentioned on the uh, Tapatalk forums as a source of lots of original art. And it is. And I'm, uh, interestingly, I had a digital copy, which I didn't even remember getting. Dark Horse has so many uh, great deals. I have a bunch of stuff on the iPad. 
waiting to be read. And this is one of the books I just never got to. Let me give you the blurb. In this art-infused memoir by the late Jerry Robinson, learn how a 17-year-old became the artist on Detective Comics and Batman and created one of the most famous villains of all time, The Joker. This volume includes never-before-published full-page artwork from Detective Comics and Batman. Covers featuring Batman, Robin, and the Joker, and much more. Never-before-published artwork featuring Batman, Robin, the Joker, and more. This came out in August 2017 from Dark Horse. It's uh, 9x12, 192 pages hardcover, glossy, thirty-four ninety-nine USD. Uh, it's an interesting book, broke about in a chapter. So you get a, a bit of an essay, a, a, rem- a memoir, a remembrance from Jerry Robinson about different things. He talks about how, you know, he was in school and then just started drawing. And then he talks about creating the Joker. He talks about working for different places. And in amongst there, we got a lot of different artwork. But uh, I'm here, and I think readers of the site and listeners of this podcast would be here for the comic artwork. And there is a goodly amount of Golden Age artwork. Really nice stuff. Stuff you've not seen elsewhere, at least not in your hand like this. Yes, it may have been on auctions, but to see it in a book like this, it's really, really nice. Uh, Detective Comics 68 cover. So great looking. Um, Detective Comics 69 with the Joker. Um, Batman, you know, a story from Batman. Missing a few pages. Some other stories from uh, Justice. And just uh, some really great stuff. Mystery Tales. Um, it's, a, it's a really interesting book. Uh, nothing's really complete. There is a few, you know, it's a page missing here and there. And the stuff is really old. It's interesting to see Jerry Robinson's artwork from this period. I don't think you're going to get an opportunity like this elsewhere. It'd be awesome if we do. I mean, uh, right, the Simon and Kirby Studio book had uh, artwork from this period, but obviously uh, not DC. I don't actually remember if there was any DC in that. I don't think so. Could have been. But uh, not like Batman and stuff like this. Really wonderful. So, quite the book. Um, that's about it. I didn't even do my sales blurb, which I should do now. Please support the website if you feel inclined. You can do be a Patreon patron, a dollar or more a month, just to say hi. I like this, what you're doing. Using any of the links I have for purchasing on the site is well worth it to me. Uh, the Things from Another World is a great uh, commission I get. Amazon's not so great. Um, I have some European links for the European books that don't get any commission, but I'm still happy to link to them because they're great opportunities and great sellers, such as Collector BD. I'm trying some new ones. Um, the 9E store. I'm going to be trying that next month. There's a uh, new book coming out. There's Gil Jordan um, by Tilio coming out. I have original artwork. That looks amazing. And uh, it's interesting. It's from Dupuy. And they're labeling this book an artiste edition. So just speaking of you know the name being a format and not just uh, you know not a title or a category it's it's amazing so even though this this format and this genre of publishing original artwork you know has been was around for possibly a decade before IDW started in the United States it's interesting to see Dupuis take on the name uh, for uh, their own books Great stuff. Looking forward to that. I got a bunch of European stuff I still have to review. That's in my line for my, you know, doing two reviews a month. I'll continue to do that. I still have a lot of books. I'm going to start also doing the DC Unwrapped books, 
which are pencils with the digital lettering over top, and then it's it's sort of a comic format. I have, I don't know, I think all of them. I have eight or nine. Um, so I'll start reviewing those. Those are interesting as well. So I'm thinking letters this month. You know what? Most of my letters were, hey, are you aware of this John Paul Leon book? And uh, it's interesting, you know, I met uh, I met him a couple times at conventions, got some artwork from him, which was great, and I thought I thought he was French, you know, Jean-Paul, Lyon, you know, but nope, completely American, and uh, very American pronunciation of the name, Jean-Paul Lyon. So, I'm um, just flipping through my, uh, yeah, I, d- I did actually get up a lot of emails, surprisingly. Um, hmm. Somebody asked me about shelves. I said, you know, I gave him a picture of my closet again because I just keep mine in there. If you want to know how my books look, go to the uh, aindex.org slash about and you'll see a picture of my closet. That's my artist edition index or AE format book closet where so far they still all fit in there. I'm actually out of space again. I It was three shelves. I mean, at four, um, I got stuff crowded in there and uh, some of the French books aren't fitting. So I'm in some bit of trouble there. All right, I think that's it for me this month. I still didn't... Oh, my goodness. I am so lost. This... Uh, so I mentioned the Patreon. I mentioned the links. The last thing is I have a store on the site. Uh, aindex.org slash store. I post things that I have run across, that I have extras of, that I want to sell. I dropped the price on a couple things. The um, I recently added uh, a Mad Artist Edition. I had it for 200 There was no takers. I put it down to 175 Let's see if anybody's interested. Also, I have the Bernie Wrights and Muck Monster portfolio. I had it for 125 I put that down to 100 So, some good pricing. Uh, I ship it pretty well. I mean, I make my own boxes. They're well packaged. It's just about... I can ship them across the border to the U.S. with USPS because there's a service here that drives from uh, Canada to uh, Niagara Falls, New York. So... I could ship them fairly cheap that way. But, uh, yeah, check out the store. Check out the site. Please, uh, if you listen to this podcast, please, there's so much info on the site with the pictures and the videos and just everything that's going on. And I would recommend to everyone, if you're not already, please subscribe to the newsletter. Um, there's no ads or anything in it. It just it comes out on Saturday, 3 p.m. Eastern. And it just gives, it lists everything that came out the week before. If there was any articles the week before, they're all there. So you don't even have to, don't be checking the site. You don't worry about that. Just go right, subscribe to the newsletter, and you get it in your inbox. So that's definitely the way to go. As well, since uh, I seem to be running, uh, you know, last month I was over. This month I'm a bit short. Um, I also have a sister site, eBabble, which is much older than this A-Index site. And I've got a lot. It's just my various writings, uh, I started writing last century about uh, technology. Don't really do that much uh, back when I was in uh, university. And uh, now I mostly write about uh, newspaper comic strips. So if you go to the bottom of the A-Index site, you'll see more from Scott on eBabble. And those are links to recent comic articles I've written. And it's like I said, it's all newspaper strips. So if you'd like to see what else I'm interested in or if you'd like to have a peek at newspaper strips, check out those reviews as well. All right. Well, thanks for joining me. Um, I'll be back again, as I am at the end of every month. I don't know if this is going to go live on the 29th, or I probably will schedule the 31st so it meets with the rest of the posts. So thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the site. 
and we'll talk again next month. Let her go, let her go, God bless her, wherever she may be, she can search this wide world over, she'll never find a sweet man like me.